Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting-edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, that's good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Yeah. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Just the Tips. This is James P. Friedel. I am super excited that you guys are here with us today. I am joined by none other than the lovely-faced Dean Holland coming to us live from the United Kingdom. This is a little strange because we don't normally tell anybody, the listeners, about this, but sometimes you and I have our cameras on as well, right? And we see each other, and I feel, I feel very unable to attack you on your beard today because I just can't see your face. So... I don't know. This is a strange one. I think the gods are smiling down upon me. I don't have to see you today. It's, uh, <laughs> I feel everything's going to work out well, but um, but I didn't hear. I actually don't know if you rode in on your horse today, so that was a little bit weird too. That was strange. What is going on? I'm. I'm <laughs> there's nothing about me today. <laughs> there might be a technical difficulty with your trumpet player. <laughs> in any case, we are joined today by somebody who I think you guys are really going to enjoy hearing from. Missy Mosaico is a copywriting email expert, has made a, uh, a big impact in my copywriting skills. Super happy to have you here today, Misty. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for inviting me onto your, uh, onto your show. Absolutely. We're, uh, we're thrilled that you're here. You also share a fake English accent with Dean, so that'll be, uh, be something <laughs> yeah. for our listeners to enjoy. Yes, that's right. It's all fake. Don't 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 listen to a word of it. It's all it's all lies. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think you'll find that together we bring a little class to this podcast. We, someone's <laughs> got it, right? Someone's got right. it. Might as well be us. <laughs> so everybody doesn't know this. I had a scare. I think you guys almost had a relief before the show here. We were having some technical difficulties. It didn't look like I'd be able to make it back in. And when I logged back in, Dean was very, uh, very quick to tell me that he and Misty were actually excited that I might not be on the show today. So <laughs> it was honestly the best introduction to a podcast I think we've had to date. The fact you wasn't part of it. Yeah, I mean, oh, thanks. Was, we did well. We did well. So, yeah. So, well, so here we are <laughs> uh, ready to get the show going. So, Misty, you know, one of the things that I think is is always something people want to know about who we're talking to, right? So, so you and I have uh, known each other for a little while, mm-hmm. and you know you've got a background in a whole bunch of things, but very, uh, very specifically in email and copywriting, and you know writing things that sell, right? right? And I think that's one of the important things I want to uh, touch on today. But before we get into your domain of expertise, how did you become a writer? Like, where did all this come from? I honestly have enjoyed writing since I was a little girl. And I didn't think of it as being a writer or doing writing or having to write. I just really enjoyed the medium of making people laugh through the written word. And so 
I was always the girl sending these, you know, 17-page letters to her friends while she was on vacation. Everyone else does postcards. Misty sends a 17-page letter. Like, I just really enjoyed writing. I took writing in, in college. And when I started my, my, first, uh, my first business, uh, which was a personal training company, I communicated to all of my clients and my list, which was, this is 10 years ago, so this, we didn't, I didn't know about lists and emails back then. But I communicated to all of my clients with uh, motivational, inspirational uh, writing about weight loss and strength via the written word. And I would just sort of blurt out all this stuff. And then people people really enjoyed it. And then uh, a few years ago, I decided to get really serious and, and get into the email marketing world and then start to teach people how to use words to sell, to entertain, and to communicate You know what's inside their head, basically. Right. Well, I guess uh, I guess that's interesting because besides the, uh, the phony British accent, you and Dean <laughs> also have something else in common. You both enjoyed writing as little girls. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes I still like to dress up and pretend and write as a little girl. Aw, so cute. <laughs> so people enjoyed, you know, getting 17 pages. I mean, that, that's pretty ambitious for a letter to get as a child. Oh, my God. Like, okay, I'll, I'm going to carve out the next week to read Misty's letter to me. I, well, you know, I just assumed I was so good that they would write, they would read it anyway. <laughs> I just was like, this is the funniest stuff I've ever But I, I went to I, one specific um, example. I actually went to Russia as a kid. It was like a, a vacation in Russia. My dad had some Russian clients and they gifted us a week at a Russian spa, which, as you can imagine, isn't that relaxing. So I was really <laughs> bored. And I was really bored. And I was just, and I was just regaling my friends with all of the things that they were making us do at this Russian spa, which a lot of it you were naked for, which was a bit weird. So I was telling them all about my experiences at this Russian spa. And, uh, and it was, I wish I still had that letter because it was probably the funniest thing I've ever written. And that was, that was saying something. That was a long time ago. But yeah, so that's, that's why I just think it's, I think it's a great medium to express how you feel and, mm. and just sort of, you know, make people smile. That's our job, right? That's our job on this planet is to make another person smile. And if I can do that through words, then that's what I want to do. I like that. I like that. Well, we're uh, we're doing our best to make people smile here on this show. Yeah. I don't know whether it's working or not, but we're doing our best. I'm smiling. Yeah. That it makes us smile. Yeah. Exactly. And according to Dean, although this is unverified, it makes his mom smile. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's my number one fan right there. That's it. That's yeah, all that matters. That's right. <laughs> number one and only one yeah, there you go. <laughs> the lone fan in <laughs> fact I, uh, I'm pretty sure she got a Justin Tips tattoo but it's, uh, it's not safe <laughs> yeah. so we can't talk about that here <laughs> <laughs> so Misty how do you make the transition from enjoying writing and you know kind of expressing yourself to people and you know sharing funny stories and stuff like that to writing things that actually, you know, help sell products and help sell services. Where did that bridge happen? I've always been coached, right? And like, as long as I've been in business, which is 10 years running my own brick and mortar business, I've always been coached by someone more knowledgeable than, than I, right? Because, you know, that's kind of you know, how, you, how you progress in life, right? So I decided um, to, to start, you know, business coaching with a guy in, in the UK. He's an email marketer guy. He worked directly with fitness professionals. His name's Paul Mort. He is just hilarious. And I started uh, actually coaching with, with, with him. And it, that's, that's where it started. It was literally, 
with Paul Moore making me do a 30-day email challenge where I had to write an email every day to my clients and then put a link in it for, for them to do something, whether it was buy something, go somewhere, go to my Facebook page, whatever it is. So literally that's where it started. And it was nerve-wracking and, and terrifying to have to write to my clients every single day. But that's kind of where the journey started. I did further mentoring with various people, Johnny McIntyre, Dan Meredith, Ben Settle, and, and it just, you know, just kept, kept on growing and growing and growing until here we are today. And now I'm teaching other people how to do that and make money from the end of their fingertips, basically. So why was it nerve wracking for you to email all these people if you'd been, you know, writing 17 page letters for most of your life? <laughs> because when I, before when I was writing, I was writing from the goodness of my heart and I was, and I just wanted to help people, right? Like I wanted to help people. I wanted to get this message across to them today. So maybe that would make them feel better. But once you start going into a 30 day email challenge, now you have to sell. Your job is to sell. And I think that transition is very scary for a lot of people just from writing stuff now to writing with intention can be a little bit nerve wracking, right? Like now you're asking people to click things and, and give you money and, and, and you're asking them to do things for you. And that transition when I first started was, you know, it's, I'm, I'm a refined British woman, right? So this was very hard for me to ask people to do things that would, you know, get money into my pocket. So I, I was a bit nervous, but yeah, it was, uh, but obviously these days that doesn't phase me one bit. So. And you see, right. as, as British people, we also don't like talking to people. Yeah, <laughs> we, I don't know. It's funny because Americans don't know. I don't know if Americans know this about British people, but we're not very forthcoming when it comes to asking for money, and we're sort of a bit reserved in that in that respect. And so, when you know, we have and we have, but we have to get out there. and We have to be a little bit more American. Sorry, James, and we be a bit more ballsy and sort of like get in people's faces. So that's kind of that was a transition that I think a lot of people do kind of run into. There's no reason to apologize that you're striving for a higher standard. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, all we Americans know, in fact, uh, that we do things the right way. So right. if you guys are a little bit behind, that's okay. <laughs> but it's also awesome that I get to sell to the U.S. market because you guys also buy everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, we buy everything from somebody who has a British accent. <laughs> that's sort of our Achilles heel. If you have a British accent, we think you're smart and we're ready to take out our credit cards and pay you massive amounts of money. <laughs> that's the reason behind my success it's not actually my brain and all the things i know it's just when i talk people are mesmerized and they're like i must keep this woman money that's yeah, it. it's, it's that trance you yeah. just sort of put them in a trance you're like oh what, what was that oh oh you need my credit card oh okay yeah. Oh, no problem. <laughs> yeah we just have order buttons on blank websites that say i'm british <laughs> yeah that's, that's all it is oh sure they're british obviously they know what they're doing <laughs> so one of the one of the tips uh, for you guys here today, if you want to make more money, be British. Be British, and, that will solve things for you. and if you're not British, sucks to be you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about the poor conversions, there, folks. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There's nothing we can do. And if you're not British, uh, you can do what Dean did, even growing up in the South Jersey Shore, and just really <laughs> refine. Your British accent. Uh, <laughs> One of the things that I'm going to start right after this podcast is a British accent coaching course. It's for all you Americans who want to make more money, come see me and I'll tell you how to speak British. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I need to tell you, but I'm pretty sure you've already sold about 100 copies of that just because you said it. So that's uh, <laughs> awesome. Let's do all this. the more reason to become British. So, <laughs> hey, but just on a just on a serious point though, just to throw this in there, we are just the tips. I split tested two sales videos once. One was my voice, one was an American voice. Same presentation, and my voice converted higher. Aww. So, just saying, just saying, statistically, we're better than you. So, was that uh, <laughs> was, was that because that was the page that you sent your mom to, and she bought that? <laughs> <one>? <laughs> 
<laughs> we had one visitor and one order. <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, so, so I got to ask, Misty, hmm. how did you do in your 30-day challenge? Well, it was a long time ago. Um, I don't really remember. I think the, I think no, the most... No, you remember. Come on now. Be, come made, clean with it. I made $1 million. No, I think, the, I think the point of the 30-day email challenge, and I have actually run this challenge many times over with, with various groups of clients and, and students. Um, I think the point of it was to get the consistency down, right? Get the consistency down and then to start selling. And, you know, in the beginning when you start doing things like that, people unsubscribe. So I know that I did get some people that were like, what the hell? Stop clogging up my inbox with your messages. And so, you know, like whatever, delete and unsubscribe them. But yeah, I think um, the point of it, I don't like monetary speaking, I have no idea how we did, but I know it developed the consistency, which has created you know, six figure businesses after, after that. So I run all of my businesses via email marketing. I don't, I rarely do any other marketing except, you know, obviously Facebook ads, but that's pretty much it. Facebook ad to emails done. So it's, it created that, that vehicle for me to, to get to where I am today. So let's get down to some business here. Okay. When people want to do this, when they want to email people and 30 day challenge sounds like it could be a cool idea. What did you learn about yourself and what did you have to overcome in that process of getting those emails out the door, all those different things? Because I think theoretically, people hear, okay, yeah, I should email my list. I should talk to them. I should do all these different things, but then they don't. What are the obstacles that you see that get in people's way that they just need to like have better strategies or ways of dealing with that could enable them to start communicating with their audience better? I think there's two big things here. I think that um, discipline is one of them. They're not disciplined enough to write an email every day because d- days are busy, right? Entrepreneurs run around, you know, putting out fires, keeping the plates spinning, trying to pick up a kid and take it to gymnastics, whatever, right? So there's a lot going on. And I think it, if it's not a priority, it slips. And then all of a sudden you're writing an email at 11.30 p.m. at night and now you're pissed off because you didn't want to write an email at half past 11. You wanted to go to bed. So I think discipline um, of, of, of writing every day gets people down. The other side of that, which is linked in for discipline, is that it's not an immediate reaction. You don't start writing emails and then all of a sudden, you know, people start throwing stacks of money at you, right? It's not like I wrote an email, you know, I started writing emails and all of a sudden money just flooded into my bank account. It is a slow journey, right? It's a slower journey because you're building a readership. You're building a tribe of people. You're building a list of people that want to hear from you every day. So if it doesn't happen immediately, people get discouraged because they're like, well, this is stupid. I'm spending an hour writing this email and I'm not getting any money from it or I could just, you know, do this thing and make some money. And so it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's like slow and steady wins the race with email marketing. It's not going to generate you a million dollars the minute you send your first email, but over the course of a couple of months, it will. And I think that's where people sort of get a little disillusioned with it because it's not an immediate solution. It does take a little bit of time to build up as all the best solutions do, right? All right. So setting expectations is probably one of the most important things. Mm-hmm. So how, how long would you say somebody should be willing to invest before they expect to see some kinds of results? And what kinds of results should they see? Because I think, you know, there's potential early indicators of people replying back and saying, mm-hmm. hey, you know, I like hearing from you or, or the opposite. Hey, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get both. Absolutely. You'll get those you get both. <laughs> I know I've gotten them. It's, it's marvelous to me how many people don't understand how unsubscribe buttons work. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. But, uh, but good. God bless. There's uh, it takes all kinds of people. So how long should somebody put in before saying, all right, maybe I'm doing it the wrong way. Maybe I need to change my approach, something like that. Cause on the one hand, 
you definitely want to invest the time. Mm-hmm. Totally agree that you shouldn't expect results in virtually anything worthwhile overnight. Right. But at the same time, you don't want to just keep beating your head against the wall for you know months and months on end without mm-hmm. seeing a result because then you know something needs to change. So how? Where, so where is that balance? I think the job of the email marketer is to train their list, right? So you're training your list to click on links. That's what we've got to do, right? So in the beginning, you're going to look for that feedback, whether it's good or bad. It doesn't, it actually doesn't matter if you get good or bad feedback because you're getting feedback, which means your emails are getting read and causing a reaction. So if you get a bad reaction, awesome. You've caused a reaction in someone with the words that you wrote. And if you get a good reaction, that's lovely. People are now enjoying what you're writing. So first and foremost, you start looking for reactions, right? This is going to depend on how big your list is. If you, if you have a list of four people, yeah, it's going to be a little tricky, right, to, to, to kind of gauge. But if you have a bigger list, you'll start to get responses with people enjoying what you're writing. So first of all, you look for the responses. Second of all, you start tracking the links. If people are doing what they're supposed to do, right, and you're training them, and you're teaching them to click on the link, then you start seeing, you know, those, those link clicks. And you start seeing, okay, are people doing what I'm asking them to do? Are they clicking on that link? Um, and so that's the second day. And then obviously, you, uh, you, if, you, if you're selling something, if you have something to sell and you start making money, that's probably the biggest indicator right there that you're doing a really good job. So I would probably give it, you know, we're looking at a span of weeks, not days, weeks for to sort of collect this information, right? Mm. So people engaging, people, yeah. clicking, people clicking, and ultimately people buying. So it's like a sort of like a three-tier feedback system. Yeah. And I mean, there's, I mean, there's different ways to send emails too. Obviously the daily email is kind of the bog standard, right? But we've done, we, we can do launches, you can make autoresponders. So there's various ways to get to your people with different messages, different products, you know? So, and there's, so there's obviously different ways to gauge success there as well, but eventually, you know, a couple of months in, you definitely should be making money from those emails. And if you get a coach right? Like I'm not being funny, but I have, didn't get to where I am today without being coached in email marketing either. If you get a coach, you can speed up that process and start making money a lot quicker because you'll be writing in the way, you'll be writing persuasively and in, in the way that helps people give you their money. And Dean, there it is again. Dean and I have been sort of keeping count of how many times. So we've had, we've had some amazing guests on this show. Mm-hmm. Every single one I think, well, mo- I shouldn't say every single one because then somebody's going to prove me wrong. Most of them. <laughs> I'll go with most of them. have all said the same thing in some fashion or another. Mm-hmm. What's one of the secrets to your success? Oh, I had a coach. I had yeah. a mentor. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think there's been a single person of a level of success that's got there alone. and Not one. I think yeah. it would be a mistake if, if a person thought that they could go alone and they're just an island and they're just going to go out there and conquer the world by themselves, I think they're going to be in for a rude awakening because what you don't know what you don't know, right? And so you have to go out there and find out all the things you don't know so you can help other people. And that's, you know, it's it's a bit ignorant to think that you could get to this, you know, massive level of success without actually having any help. Yeah, totally. In fact, so the the new book that Tim Ferriss put out, I don't know, maybe several months ago or whatever, The Tools of the Titans, I think it's called, mm-hmm. in the, the forward of that book is written by Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he says, you know, people always ask me like what it's like to be a self-made man. And it is a total myth. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not a self-made man. He's like, are you right. kidding me? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, there's been so many people along the way who have coached me, trained me, mentored me, inspired me, like all these different things. I'm just sort of like listening for it now. It's, 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 uh, it's cool that you brought that up today too as part of what's made you 
sharpened you up and made you better at what you do. Absolutely. So my next question for you is, uh, you know, related to, you know, some strategies and tactics and stuff like that, but what makes a good converting email? Like what, what is that? Are there guidelines and things that, uh, you know, that you can share with people who are listening that could, uh, help them out and give them a, a boost on what they're already doing, or maybe give them some clarity so that they can start doing it? I think the biggest thing in sales, right? And, and this is sort of, when I sell something, when I'm trying to sell something, I don't want to ever sound that I'm not being authentic, right? So I think when it comes down to emails, you have to be the most authentic person when you write. You don't try to you know, you're not trying to really sort of, you know, bribe someone or pull the wool over their eyes or, you know, slide a sales link in without them trying to notice, right? You're trying to be an authentic um, entertainer. And so I think when it comes to email marketing, your job is to entertain people. You've got to put a little smile on their face, be a little bit cheeky, uh, give them something to think about, something to kind of ponder, maybe chew over for the day, and then be very upright and honest and be like, listen, right? Like, you know, all of the stuff that I was just telling you about, right? All the stuff that we that I've just written to you about today can be explained further or can be solved or can be can be looked at in this in this link that I have for you here, right? So it's you are going to have to learn the art of entertainment. And then the most important thing that you're going to have to learn is the call to action, right? So there's various call to actions in all different industries. The email call to action is probably the most important part of any email that you're going to put out there, which ties all this lovely storytelling that you've just done, all this lovely entertaining, which basically ties that story into your call to action and why they need to purchase your product or click on that link. And that's probably the worst part of any email that I'll ever critique and any client I've ever had it's going to be that last little call to action at the end, which is totally bollocked up and is not going to sell anything. So, so how are people quote bollocksing it up? (laughs) 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 Because God knows I don't want to bollock something up. Do not bollock it up, James. That's all I ask. So here's what I see, right? When I'm, when I'm starting out with a client and they're starting to show me their emails and, you know, they're putting their stories together and trying to force words out of their brain onto a piece of paper. They'll, they'll usually write a great story and uh, there'll be a moral of the story and they'll, you know, it'll be sort of really wonderful. And then right at the end, they'll say something like, oh, and if you're interested, uh, click here. Oh, that's it. Oh, and if you're interested in buying my stuff, click here. Oh, if, 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 you want, if you want more information, click here, right? And that's it. That's all they say. And then they throw the link in and then they'll say, all right, see you later. Bye. I'll see you tomorrow, right? So they've done this like <laughs> 90% of the email, like fantastic. And then they've got this like pathetic flaccid little, you know, sort of like poking the ribs, right? Hey, buy my shit. And then, and then they're gone. And that's stupid because that's the most important part of the email is a call to action. And if all you're going to say is, oh, um, hey, click here for more information, then you're not going to get anyone. Everyone's going to be like, no, thanks. Why would I do that? That's useless, right? Unless you're Dean emailing his mom, then she'll probably click anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna ask your mom to get on my email list so I can uh, so I can she can click start clicking on my stuff because she seems like a good egg. So she is lifetime <laughs> lifetime value of his mom client is very high. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question. Yes. Um, you mentioned <laughs> selling. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Just had to stretch for a second. <laughs> Um, so you mentioned selling. Yes. Should we be selling in every email? Well, do you want money every day? Well, I like money every day. 
then you should sell every day. Yes, is the answer to that. So my prerogative is that... <laughs> I think James just found his sound effects. <laughs> I did. I did. They were lost for a moment. They're back. <laughs> wow. So keep going on that. Okay, keep going on that. You just throw in those sound effects whenever you feel it's appropriate. So yes, people should sell every single day. So if you don't have a product to sell yet, then that's a different that's a different kettle of fish, and I have solutions for that as well. Okay, but if you have a product suite or a product or a service that you want to get out to the market, then it makes sense to put that product to market every single day. You might not get money every day, right? You might not have people clicking on that link every day and throwing money into your bank account. But what you will do is you will stay front of mind every single day for your customer. And so when they're ready to buy the thing that you sell, they've got that link right there, right in front of them, and they can go ahead and click, okay? So it is absolutely imperative that you sell every single day. If you don't have a product to sell, there's other links that we can put in to train your tribe to keep clicking, uh, but that's sort of like, that's part of the coaching, um, so like the thing that I offer when we're starting someone off from brand new, we'll go through all of that. But yes, sell every day if you, you know, want to make money. That's the most succinct answer I can give you. Okay, so just to ask a bit more of that then, so here, because here's something that I've come up with with clients of ours in the past asking, so I'd love to get your opinion as well. Mm-hmm. So let's just say you've got one product, like one main course or one main product, whatever it is that, that people are selling, and you're saying sell every day. Yes. So does there become a point where it's like, well, I've told you about this thing every day for, a such, for an amount of time, does there become a point where that stops or are you just saying you just keep pushing that thing every day? If you're not creating new products for your business, then then that's a problem, right? Obviously, create a new product. If you're if you've only got one thing, you should be creating another thing to sell, right? So, and that could be you know sort of a, a smaller end item, right? Like sub one hundred dollars, or maybe you want to create a big pro- bigger product in a couple hundreds or thousands, whatever. So, if you've only got one thing, it would be ideal to find something else to you know create something else and sell it. But yes, if yeah. you're just adamant that you've got one thing that you sell, you sell that thing every goddamn day because that's your baby and that's your that's your lifeblood that's your money maker so yes you sell that every day now i understand what you're saying well don't people get bored of seeing the same thing every day a there should be new people coming onto your email list every single day because you should be list building and so those people that come onto the list need to hear about your product every single day okay um, so that's why you need to keep on going with the with, with the same um, product there. Um, but B, if you are a good email marketer and you know how to tell stories every single day, then people won't really mind if you have the same buy link in every day, right? It's not really going to make right. a difference because they're they're just learning from you via email marketing anyway, right? And eventually they will click. So it's again, it's the long game, right? I always look at email marketing as a bit of a long game. It's not like instant, you know, instant millions here. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's probably the skill here that I think a lot of people lack is, is my yeah. personal opinion is that ability to tell the story every day. So even right. if you was selling the same thing day in, day out, people still are excited to open your email. I think that's exactly. what you've uh, really mastered. Yes, exactly. That's, that's the point. And that's what I'm trying to coach people on is like, don't just send out, you know, who's going to want to open your email if, if it's, you know, just boring and just, you know, very salesy and you're just trying to, you know, dig them you know, for money every, every day, why don't you just give them something interesting, right? Like make them smile and make them laugh and, and give them, you know, an interesting story. I love to talk about, you know, my screw ups and, and embarrassing moments. You know, I, t- I sent an email out the other day called, 
something about nipple tassels. I can't remember what the email subject line was, but it was anyways, nipple tassels. And it was about when, this one burlesque show that I did when I was, when I was <laughs> younger and skinnier. And, you know, and, and I told them all about the burlesque show and how terrified I was. And, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this because I'm not a dancer at all. Uh, but I was helping a friend out. And the moral of the story is sometimes in life, you're just going to have to do things that are really scary and you're just going to have to get up on stage and, and, and do it, right? And then obviously that linked into email, email marketing coaching and getting, you know, getting over the fear of marketing every day and all that kind of jazz. So I love to talk about those things because people find it quite entertaining, right? They, and, and they're going to open that email, you know, if, uh, every day if, the, if they know they're going to be entertained by me. Yeah, it's strange. Actually, I'm on James' list and he sent out a similar email the other day of an experience he had very similar to that. Very similar. Well, we uh, we all have that time in our lives when we feel the need to dance burlesque, Dean. Yes. Um, <laughs> I've got that to look forward to, then, clearly. <laughs> yeah, you. If it didn't happen in your younger years. <laughs> Very cool. So Misty, just sort of, uh, you know, to give people uh, something to hang their hat on, Mm -hmm. you know, if they want to opt into your list to just kind of see how you do what you do, and then potentially, uh, you know, I guess they should anticipate a buy link every day. Yeah. (laughs) How how can they get in touch with you and find out a little bit more about your coaching and your style of writing emails and using that to sell and stuff like that? Well, what I did is um, I popped a freebie on my Shopify store for everyone who's listening today to download. So if they pop to mistyrhn.shop, they can go in there and there's a great little freebie in there and it's about basically creating content day to day without getting burned out because we've got to write these entertaining emails. We've got to, we've got to make people laugh. You know, we've got to be on show every single day. Well, how does a copywriter and email marketer do that without burning out. And so I created a little, a little freebie there uh, and I've given out all my best tricks on how to create content every day so you, know, you can master the art of, of daily content creation and daily entertainment sales. So that's on mistyrhn.shop and you can pop down there and they can download that. Once they download it, obviously they'll be on my email list and they can see how it's done. Excellent. Well, uh, Dean, anything, uh, anything you'd like to add or is your... Uh... Are all of your questions answered at this stage before we wrap up today? No more questions. I got to say, I've uh, loved every bit of this and I'm going to go and opt in myself and uh, see this. I'm excited for these uh, daily emails, I've got to say. For the nipple tassel yes. emails, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. I'm, I'm like a week too late signing up for your list here. I know. Well, I'll. Uh, uh, you forward it over, James. You've got the nipple tassel email. <laughs> I do. And now, and now that Dean's reminded me, I'll be writing one of my own, um, sharing my own experience in my early days of burlesque. <laughs> oh, we should do a show, James. We'll be so good. I agree. You know, you know what really needs to happen, Dean. I think Dean needs to uh, embrace the uh, the burlesque, and maybe we could do a show, the three of us. Yeah. I think that would be. People would really, really enjoy that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a winner. I can sell anything, so I can sell that for you. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, then we uh, then it's a done deal. Dean, start practicing. <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, if you can sell that show, then I'm going to buy your coaching and everything else you offer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I fully expect at minimum Dean's mom to be in the audience. Oh, that would be kind of awesome. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's a wrap for us today. Uh, This is James P. Friel signing off from Just the Tips, bringing you guys fun entertainment and reminding you that work can be fun and money-making all at the same time. Thank you, Misty. Thank you, Dean. I will talk with you guys later. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, 
visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to get free from the day-to-day operations of your business while making more money, visit me at jamespfreel.com forward slash autopilot. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License.